Hey guys. Hello friends. Thank you for joining me today. I know every week I say it's Wednesday, even if I happen to be recording a day late, but I'm actually on time this week. So happy Wednesday. I hope that the, whoa, hello. I just lost my thing. I hope that the middle of your week is going well and that you guys are having a very productive week and um, really enjoying your exercises in the in the free Facebook group. And those of you that are in the membership are, are also enjoying those because those are a lot of fun to put together. I heard Trevor said that some of you guys have gotten to the middle. I think it's in, it's definitely in sitting strong and he may have put some some fun bloopers mixed in some of the other programs, but some of you guys have gotten to the part where you guys get to see Trevor and I in our full delirious glory um, as he created a little dancing montage right in the middle. So that's that's kind of fun, kind of fun for you guys to see see our personalities shining through. And it's really fun to hear that you guys are enjoying that. So thank you for those comments. Um, I really am... I, I struggled today as I knew that this week um, the compassionate decision came up um, and it's all about forgiveness. And of course, I watched Trevor's Motivation Monday on Monday and he he was incredible. Um, hi, Paula. Thank you for joining. Um, and he, yeah, he was incredible, right? And he was raw and he was real and he got to share, you know, how he struggles with forgiving himself for a lot of things. And, um, and you know, honestly, I had to call him a few minutes ago because I was like, I don't, I, I'm having a hard time with this one and I'll tell you why. Um, for me, forgiveness has always kind of come naturally. And I don't know if that's a result of my um, upbringing. I'm sure it has a, a big part of it. Although I saw, I saw my mom especially um, struggle with unforgiveness. I think my dad, I think I must inherit this from my dad because he seems to be, now that I think of it, somebody who has this natural forgiveness in his spirit. And he's, he's been hurt really bad um, as a child growing up. And I have never seen him really hold on to and harbor bitterness or resentment towards anybody um, but then I saw my mom struggle with some really serious things that have happened to her in her lifetime and um, that have year after year crept in and just sometimes would ruin family events um, because she would be, some old feelings would come back up and it's all she would talk about. It's all that she would think about and her hurts and hangups that she had were with people that I knew and I loved and I had relationships with and of course I know and I love my mom and I have so much compassion for her and everything she had gone through that a lot of times that was really hard when she would get into those seasons and those feelings would all come back up again and and I would see her struggling with that that bitterness and resentment and you know just that feeling of somebody just wronged her and you know like and they had to make it right it was up to the other person who wronged her to make it right and of course that was never going to happen, you know? And so she's dealt with that. And I think she's finally at a place now to where, you know, like some, some life events that have happened that have helped her to let go of some of those feelings. But for, for whatever reason, I just, I've always been a person that could let go of things pretty easily and not let things build up, um, inside of me so that I harbored resentment. And it's not that I've not had people wrong me before because I have, um, and, and I've been hurt and I've had people betray me and betray my trust. Hey, Vicki, 
Thanks for joining. So, I, I mean, I've been through a lot. So I called Trevor because I was like, I just don't know. Like, do I have anything to offer to this subject? And, um, you know, and we kind of talked through it. And he helped me see that, yeah, I, I do. And I think, I think one of the most important things that has helped me through the years is to be able to separate um, forgiving somebody while still... Uh, you know, and, and knowing who, who I can continue to trust, who I can continue to allow a relationship with, you know, there, there comes a time where, you know, and I'll, I'll use examples because my family, I mean, for all of us, our families are probably the best example of this, right? Because your families are going to be the people that mo most often they don't mean to, but they're the ones that hurt you the most sometimes, right? And um, growing up in my family, I love my family and it's hard to talk about my family because I have so much respect and adoration for my family. Hey Karen, what's up? Um, and so it, it's hard for me to, to, to talk about my family, but you know, I think a lot of us, we grow up and we have those rose colored glasses on about our family and we think our families are so perfect and there's, you know, like there, there is no wrong in your family. But then as you get older and you become a little more wise and you, you're involved in other people's families, you know, with your friends and you get to see more of the world. Maybe it's when you leave the house and maybe you go on to college or something and you really start to see your family a little more clearly and you suddenly aren't liking everything that you're seeing. And, um, and that certainly was the case with me because I had this amazing family. We were super close with my dad's side of the family, um, especially, and, you know, we, we had so much fun. Holidays were the best. Um, and for the first 18 years, I didn't have any cousins. So it was just us four kids, my parents' kids and us. So we were the only grandkids with my aunts and uncles. And it was, it was such an awesome upbringing. And then as I got older and I started to take a deeper look into my family and see it for what it is, there was a lot of bitterness and strife and just awful things that, um, that went on. And in particular with me, I'll just share one example. My parents, they, they seemed often to, to end up in a feud with my grandma and, um, and it would rock our family to the core. Like, and it, it was always between my, you know, it was always something between my mom and my grandma, something, something would happen. And there would all of a sudden be this, this feud or this bitterness or this stuff that would just kind of come up. And, um, and, and it was always, always with my grandma. And, you know, I, I used to be able to look at it and be like, well, that's, that's an adult thing. You know, they're, they're working that out. And in ultimately we would move past it. Right. At some point I didn't know how or how it got resolved or anything, but we would move past it. Well, now I'm 19. Gosh, how long, how old was I? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still a young, young girl and, um, 19, 20 maybe. And my grandpa passed away. And of course we, no, it wasn't my grandpa. Sorry, I'm confusing. A lot of things happened in this, but my uncle, my great uncle passed away. So my, my grandma's brother passed away. And so we're going to his funeral and this is, you know, about a year or so before my grandpa passed away and we're going to our funeral and, um, I go to, I see my grandma and my grandpa and my aunt standing there. So naturally I go running up to them to give them a big hug and um and and my grandma wouldn't really embrace me and you know and I just I I remember saying something like putting my arms around her and being like you know I 
I don't know what's going on with you and my parents, but I love you, you know? And I remember saying that through like tears and, and they're not being an equal embrace. And, um, and then, um, at one point I had reached out for my grandma's arm as she walked by, she looked at me and she pulled her arm away and just kept walking. And I'm like, what do I have to do with any of this? Like, this isn't about me. And yet she was taking it out on me. And it was at that point that I really started to see like kind of what, like things just opened up from our past, like all these different issues and circumstances just flooded into my mind and memories of, of circumstances. And, and it became very hurtful to me. And, and I realized then that there was a lot of maybe issues that I had that were a result of watching just this behavior my entire life to where some, something would happen and my grandma would then hold it against us or, or take it out on us um, in, in a, not in a physically harmful way, but just as, as I just described and it, it became hurtful and, you know, seeing how she treated my, my brother for, for many years when there was controversy who was adopted by my dad um, and he's, he's my mom's son and I, you know, and it was like, I started seeing all of this stuff and it started to really have a huge impact on me. And so that was a time when I, I really had to, had to walk through forgiving her for a lot of things. And, and, you know, I, I have to say, I, again, I will say again, I love my grandma and I have a lot of respect. I've learned a lot of really great lessons from her. Um, she's taught me a lot and, really this was the first time in my life that I really came to terms with, okay, you know, my family's not perfect and they can be hurtful. And as I, I, I worked through some stuff with my grandma and, and we'll get into what this decision, like the compassionate decision, it's hard to link compassion with somebody that you, you need to forgive, right? Because they hurt you. Like I didn't do anything to my grandma. You know, I didn't deserve for her to treat me that way. So how can I go have compassion for her? And it's in seeking to understand her, you know, and to understand where she came from and knowing that we all have, we all come from different backgrounds and different walks of life and knowing my grandma's story and how she's had to put, she's literally had to build this hard shell around her as a protector protective mechanism because of the environment in which she was raised. You know, she was one of eight kids and they were very poor. They lived in a garage and she was one, she was the oldest girl. And so she had to be responsible for a lot of things as a young girl. And she, she had a lot of hurts and things thrown at her that she literally had to just put on this like rough exterior that couldn't really penetrate it, you know? And then you, you hear their stories of being in and out of foster homes and, you know, seeing her, her siblings go through things and, you know, and it's like, okay, I can have compassion for her because she's, she is who she is because she was a product of her environment growing up too. And I watched all my life, even to this day, and they're in their eighties her brothers and sisters, they're very close, but they're also that when they get into a fight with each other, they harbor this unforgiveness. They harbor bitterness and resentment towards each other. And, you know, and so they like months will go by where they won't talk with each other. Sometimes years will go by where they won't communicate with each other. 
And, you know, in, in many ways it, it breaks my heart because they miss out on so much. And it's having watched that, I think, my whole life that has made me who I am and why I don't hold on to bitterness and resentment. People will say things and, um, you know, a lot of times unsolicited advice can be very hurtful, especially when you're like Trevor and I and we have this massive vision and then everybody wants to kind of talk you back down to earth, well-meaning people, and that can be hurtful, right? But in seeing how this has affected my grandma and her entire family all these years, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to have a relationship with my family members. I want to have a relationship with my grandma. And, you know, and it's through these experiences that have really taught me that forgiveness, you can forgive. You can forgive somebody who doesn't even know they need forgiving, that doesn't even know that they, you know, that won't ever ask for forgiveness. In fact, my grandma's the kind of person that, you know, like if you want to have, if you've had an issue with her, you're going to go to her and apologize because she's not going to come to you. That's just not what's going to happen. And you know what? It's okay. Like I'm okay with that. And you know, and so I've I've done that on many occasions and I've seen her over the years she's softened. But I have my my relationship with my grandma is is kept at a safe distance. I'm not going to lie. I love the woman. I have a lot of respect for her and I do enjoy when I'm around her. But I'm cautious and I would I would I would caution you guys to be cautious too that, you know, although you're forgiving somebody doesn't mean that you have to go on trusting them. If somebody has stolen from you, you're not going to go into business with them, right? Um, and so, so forgiving somebody is, is really something that you do for yourself, but how that relationship moves forward beyond that is really up to you. You know, and for me, it's important for me to have a relationship with my grandma and with other family members and other friends, but it's, it's being able to know, okay, is this somebody that I can trust to, to let into my heart, you know, not necessarily trust to be in my home, trust to be around them, but is this somebody that I'm going to give a piece of my heart to, you know, that's really going to know the ins and outs of who I am. And in many cases, if you've violated that, if, 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 if you violated that trust from me, you don't get to know, you know, that, that part of me it, it is, is precious and I'm not going to share it with you. And so I love, I, like I said, I love spending time with my grandma, but you know, does she really know who I am? And if I'm being honest, she doesn't, she knows about me. She knows about my life. She knows my kiddos, my kiddos love her. Um, you know, we can spend time together, be in the same room and I can have a ton of respect for her and want to still, you know, be around her. But when it comes to, to sharing those parts of me that, that are precious, unfortunately she doesn't get that. And not everybody does, you know, like there it's, it's the way that it is. So, um, so I don't know if I'm rambling or if this is making any sense, but I would just, encourage you like I have seen what unforgiveness does to a person and over over a lifetime um and I've, I've seen it with my mom who I love and I adore and it's justified the feelings that she has expressed and the things that she goes through are justified but I have seen how it has ruined many many special occasions for herself not for everybody else but for herself because she holds on to some of these um, hangups from her past and these people who have just 
hurt her so badly and and how it's affected her marriage with my dad at different points in their in their marriage and you know and I, I see all of that and it breaks my heart for her and I, I am so thankful that she seems to have now for a couple years really let go of a lot of stuff from her past and truly truly given her heart over to forgiveness and and now she can she really can enjoy life and you know like when those holidays come up or different things come up that used to be triggers for her she can really settle in and enjoy her grandkids i mean she has a beautiful family like i have there's um there's eight of eight grandkids if i'm counting right it's hard to keep track between me and my brothers and sisters and you know she's got so many things to be excited for and to enjoy and to love i mean she's been married to my dad for 30, God, here I am with numbers. This is awful. Like what, 38 years? I don't know. My brother might be watching. He can correct me. But um, going on 40 years, they're, they're still in love to this day. And, you know, there's, there's so many things that she has to focus her attentions on. But when those, those seeds of unforgiveness creep up, how quickly that can destroy all the beautiful things you have going on around you. And so... I would just encourage you, I know when, regardless, if, if you don't have MS, you're going to have these, these hurts from the past or people who you just have wronged you, have betrayed you, have hurt you in some kind of way. And, and it's hard to forgive those people. And then you throw MS on top of it. And then you have other things that have stemmed because of that. Maybe you had a loved one, a husband or a wife, a spouse, or somebody who promised to be there with you through it all up and leave you. And that's really tough. That's really tough. And maybe, you know, maybe you have children who for, for whatever reason have just kind of bounced out of the picture and, and you, you start to blame yourself. Like it's because of, it's because of you and your, your, ability, your inability to participate in things. And now all of a sudden people have left you and now, now you're hurt by that. And you're, you're harboring unforgiveness for yourself or you're harboring unforgiveness for the other person. And you're struggling through that. And you know, like the, the quickest way to, I guess, make the, make the surroundings around you better is to hold on to these, to unforgiveness for people in your life. And, you know, I, I can hope and pray that there's some relationships that are being restored in your world. Um, but if I could encourage you to do anything, it's to not, it's not harbor unforgiveness because it's so poisonous to your own soul and to your own current world and circumstances. So to learn to just be like, you know what, I don't know what's in that person's invisible backpack and why they feel that they could treat me this way or why they did this to me. I don't know. All I know is that I, I forgive them because that, that is no longer going to have control over me and my circumstances and where I'm heading and how I treat people around me and how I approach the holidays or the times of the year where, you know, it's, it seems to really bother me and these memories come back. I'm not going to let that do that anymore because I have too much around me that matters and is good and is perfect and is pleasant and is pleasing. And I want, I want to be fully present in that and not let how this other person hurt me continue to destroy the rest of my life. 
and you choose to just let that go. It's a very powerful and freeing experience. So, so I just hope, you know, that, that you can choose, choose to forgive and walk through that and just know forgiving does not free the person. It's not like, like you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter what you did to me. No, that's not the case. Forgiving is more for you. And, um, so you could, so that you could live life. I know for me, one, one book that helped me and, um, in this is, is called Boundaries, um, by Dr. Henry Cloud and Townsend and boundary boundaries. You can establish some really safe boundaries with people who have hurt you that are maybe still in your world. People you can forgive, but forgiving doesn't mean just everything's open to that person anymore. No, you can still establish some safe boundaries so that person does not have the ability to come in and hurt you like they've once hurt you before. And, um, and so that, that really, I think has helped me kind of to still love these people who, who have hurt me and done some pretty awful things over, over my past to be able to put them in their proper place in my life so that I can have the kind of relationship that I choose to have with them. And, um, and so I don't know, that was helpful to me, but I kind of feel like I'm rambling. So I'm sorry. I, I hope, I hope you guys are getting something out of this. Um, and, and that you can really move forward and experience some freedom. So I'm going to read, I'm going to end with reading the sixth decision. And, um, and then hopefully you guys can kind of move, move forward and examine, examine your own heart and your own life and, and really think who, who are the people in my life that I need to forgive and write those people down. And then, or who are the people in my life that I need to ask for forgiveness from? And, and write them down because a big part of that and Trevor focused on it last week is being willing to forgive yourself because you can't forgive others if you can't first forgive yourself and you know as much as we we like to think that we don't hurt people we know that we do and we're human beings right and we make mistakes and oftentimes we don't mean to hurt somebody but then you do you hurt somebody and and so really just examining who are the people in my life that I need to ask for forgiveness from and who are the people in my life that I need to extend forgiveness to regardless if I feel they they deserve it or that they are asking for it or they even know that they hurt me who are those people and as you make that list then maybe you can start to focus on being able to let go of some of the stuff that they you know of, of the feeling and the power that they have over you by just forgiving them being able to just let go and move forward and not let them continue to be part of your future hurts. Okay, I've talked enough. Let me read this to you guys. All right, the compassionate decision. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. For too long, every ounce of forgiveness I owned was locked away, hidden from view, waiting for me to bestow its precious presence upon some worthy person. Alas, I found most people to be singularly unworthy of my valuable forgiveness, and since they never asked for any, I kept it all for myself. Now the forgiveness that I hoarded has sprouted inside my heart like a crippled seed yielding bitter fruit. No more. At this moment, my life has taken on new hope and assurance. Of all the world's population, I am one of the few possessors of the secret to dissipating anger and resentment. I now understand that forgiveness only has value when it is given away. By the simple act of granting forgiveness, 
I release the demons of the past about which I can do nothing and create in myself a new heart and a new beginning. I will greet this day with, for, with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive even those who do not ask for forgiveness. Many are the times when I have seethed in anger at a word or deed thrown into my life by an unthinking or uncaring person. Valuable hours have been wasted imagining revenge or confrontation. Now I see the truth revealed about the psychological rock inside my shoe. The rage I nurture is often one-sided, for my offender seldom gives thought to his offense. I will now and forevermore silently offer my forgiveness even to those who do not see that they need it. By the act of forgiving, I am no longer consumed by unproductive thoughts. My bitterness is given up. I am contented in my soul and effective again with my fellow man. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. I will forgive those who criticize me unjustly. That's one. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> Knowing that slavery in any form is wrong, I also know that the person who lives a life according to the opinion of others is a slave. I am not a slave. I have chosen my own counsel. I know the difference between right and wrong. I know what is best for the future of my family and neither misguided opinion nor unjust criticism will alter my course. I have to stop there for a second um, because we know that there, there's a lot of opinions out there and I'm sure you guys are experiencing this as you guys have begun this new journey to really just better your world, right? To, to better your circumstances, to take back control of, of this nasty disease of, you know, like, and, and people see the effort that you're putting out. I am sure there's a lot of opinions coming at you. Good opinions, bad opinions, um, just opinions that you really didn't seek out. And I know how frustrating that can be. And well-meaning people um, that, that just throw their two cents out there. And how sometimes you just really want someone to, to come alongside you and be proud of you and be excited for what you're doing. And oftentimes instead, they're, they're telling you, well, have you tried this? Have you done this? Or are you sure you should be exercising that much? Or, you know, like, are you sure you're, you, you know, you sure are, are dreaming a lot more about how much better you can get? Are you sure that's the healthy thing to do? You know, are you sure you should get your hopes up? You know, and a lot of times that can really be frustrating and very hurtful. And, um, and so when we talk about people hurting us, I don't, I'm not just talking about those big offenders, the, the big, you know, either physical or, you know, betrayal. It's, it's these little things that kind of creep up and they don't even know that they're being hurtful, but it, it can be kind of hurtful, right? Um, so I know what is best to continue. I know what is best for the future of my family and neither misguided opinion nor unjust criticism will alter my course. So that's important. Don't let anybody, anybody alter the course that you are on because you know, you know where you're headed and you stay on that course. Those who are critical of my goals and dreams simply do not understand the higher purpose to which I have been called. Therefore, their scorn does not affect my attitude or action. I forgive their lack of vision and forge ahead. I now know that criticism is part of the price paid for leaping past mediocrity. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit 
I will forgive myself. For many years, my greatest enemy has been myself. Every mistake, every miscalculation, every stumble I made has been replayed over and over in my head. Every broken promise, every day wasted, every goal not reached has compounded this disgust I feel for the lack of achievement in my life. My dismay has, de has developed a paralyzing grip. When I disappoint myself, I respond with inaction and become more disappointed. I realize today that it is impossible to fight an enemy living in my head. By forgiving myself, I erase the doubts, fears, and frustrations that have kept my past in the present. From this day forward, my history will cease to control my destiny. I have forgiven myself. My life has just begun. I will forgive even those who do not ask for forgiveness. I will forgive those who criticize me unjustly. I will forgive myself. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. So that's it. That's decision six out of The Traveler's Gift um, by Andy Andrews. If you don't have it, I highly recommend this book. It's it's like reading a um, a fiction book, right? But it's not. It's nonfiction. And it's if you've gotten anything out of these last six weeks, it's all going to come together next week as we read the seventh decision. So, so I'm excited for that one. Um, but I really hope that you got a lot out of today. Forgiveness is a big one. Forgiveness is one um, most of us struggle with, and you know, to some degree, at in in some different parts of life. And you know, so think through that. Think through the people who maybe you need to to work on forgiving, and think through the you know, the things you need to forgive yourself for maybe, or maybe the people that you need to ask for forgiveness from. So those are your three homeworks for today. Who do you need to forgive? Who do you need to ask forgiveness from? And what do you need to forgive yourself for? So if you can work on those three things, trust me, life gets so much better, better. It gets so much brighter. You can truly start to enjoy the many blessings that surround you every single day. You'll start to notice things that you maybe hadn't been noticed because you'd been blinded, you know, by, by the unforgiveness. And all of a sudden the sun looks brighter and, you know, things that maybe you didn't notice are popping out and you can find more things to be grateful for. So I really encourage you in that. And if you need any help in this area, um, don't hesitate to reach out. We have an incredible community who is right there ready to help support you through some of these tough challenges, because let's face it, we've all been hurt. We've all gone through some stuff. Some of us have gone through some really horrible things that nobody should ever have to go through. But as a community, we are here for each of you and we want to make sure that everybody gets the help and assistance with this that they need. So if you're struggling or you just want to talk through some things or somebody, then make sure to comment in this post. And um, between me and the moderators and the rest of the community, you're going to have a lot of love and support to help you through whatever it is that you're going through. So have a great rest of your day. We will see you next week as we tackle the seventh decision. So we are excited for that. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye.